This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Jan and this is Everybody is a Poem. It's a podcast exploring all of life's ups and downs, all the successes and the failures. And we do it with poems and with lovely people. They're unfiltered conversations about all things real life. So, yes, there will be swearing. And before I get on with the chat, don't forget you can support me further by subscribing to Headstuff Plus, where you'll get exclusive access to Behind the Lines. It's a serialisation of my book, What Day Is It? Who Gives a Fuck? And in each episode, I share all the secrets, the people and the places that inspire the poetry in the little yellow book. Go to headstuffpodcasts.com forward slash register to sign up. My guest today is actress Victoria Smurfett. We've seen her on the big screen, on stage and most recently on our telly boxes in Bloodlands on the BBC. She's a mama three and our firstborn Evie recently turned 18. And that's really what I wanted to chat to Victoria about. I read her a new poem that I wrote for Willow about kind of becoming redundant as a parent and as a mother and the bitter sweetness of that. And we also spoke about our own parents and friends and not taking any bullshit. Victoria is a straight talker and she's so honest and it was just lovely to chat to her. We did it via Zoom. She was in London and I was here in the podcast studios in Dublin. Hope you enjoy the chat. I used to work in Dunn stores and um, one time you posted a picture on your Twitter where you were wearing one of their dresses. You were in like the Chateau Marmont or something and there was a, there was such an excitement in head office because Victoria Smurfett was wearing the gallery dress. So I was dispatched off to go and pick out a selection of other dresses for you and carefully put them in a box and send them over to you. Now, I, 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 I gather you probably got them and stuff, but there, I just wanted to tell you, I, in a roundabout I way, picked a few of your frocks. So I, there I you go. I still have two of them up there because <laughs> what I do, which I thought was genius, because I love Dons. Yeah. And, um... Is I would get I would get the dresses and then I'd go to the uh, the dry cleaners yeah and get them just to just a little nip and a tuck and then they look like they're made for you and yeah, it costs yeah, you yeah. like ten quid yeah or ten dollars in the US to get them uh, cut for you and then it looks like you've had so I'm, I'd be like I'm flying the flag for Ireland <laughs> love <laughs> yeah well you were I have both of those still upstairs I don't fit into them anymore but I do still have them oh deadly so the whole um. The setup of the podcast is, is that I read a poem either from the book or one of the new poems and it just starts us off on a loose and free conversation and it can really go anywhere. It's just a chat. It's pretty cash. I've done zero preparation for this, ah. uh, just so you're clear, except I've read all your stuff and I love it, but ah. I've read it all before anyway, but um, ah. you have a way, you have a way of nailing people, haven't you? Ah, thanks very much. Yeah. Do you know what? I just, I don't know, it all just kind of started to come out and I kind of can't stop. You'll probably find I speak quite plainly and I kind of do that with the poems as well. I kind of, I just say what I see, really. Um, you know, It's the only way to be. Yeah. Filterless. I think yeah. you're given a filter between the ages of like terrified 12 to about 28, 30 and then you start to lose your filter and then by the time you hit 40, 
Yeah. There's no filter, so there's zero shits you can give about anything. Yeah. Do you know, I was going to ask you, actually, what kind of age are you in your head? You know the way, because I think I'm, I depending on what's happening, I could be 17 to 23, depending on what day it is. Like, for example, if I'm in a parent-teacher meeting, I'm immediately a 17-year-old in my head, and I'm going, what the fuck am I doing here? Oh, what kind yeah. of, what age are you in your head? Um, I vacillate wildly between being about nine oh. and probably about 32 god that's quite a big yeah, yeah. it's a big range so um why do you in, think nine is is the beginning big, well i sort of put it down i guess either because of my job or i do the job i do because i'm nine because you've always got to have this i think um to create stuff you need to have the kidney right and you have to have access to that little lunatic who just didn't know about death and divorce and famine and war and this trust like before before you you learn all that stuff you're just operating on an instinct right yeah. and um so i i always keep my nine-year-old so pretentious but i also enjoy parenting my child my children as a nine-year-old so they're now all considerably older than me um in my head at times and then sometimes i have to be you know evie i had to go into a um, an enrichment talk at um, Evie and Ridley School, um, you know, because uh, it's an art school, but some of them want to become actors and directors and producers. So I went to do this this talk and I'll, oh, I can't bring my nine-year-old self. I'll have to bring my 32-year-old self. And Evie just said to me, she said, please, mom, I just beg of you, don't turn up in your dungarees. Please brush your hair. Please, please don't dance around the stage. Please don't, please, I beg of you. So I was like, all right, I'll try, I'll try, I'll try. So that's what I have to bring the... 32 year old okay because as far as I'm concerned the staring down 50 year old is just not anybody I want to be dealing with yeah. if I can avoid it do you ever tap into that staring down 50 year old do you think do you ever go yeah. okay I'm here yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. and my mum passed very recently and there was it was it was terribly shocking and um I had the privilege of being with her as she um went up to sort out the kitchens in the sky and um, it gives you a very quick, uh, uh, almost like a thunderbolt of shock into the concept of age. Yeah. So I think we all we all poodle around, as you say, in our heads, dealing uh, as as an age that we've decided we are. And sometimes it's only a mirror that will tell you, <laughs> no, you're not. But the 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 finality and the mortality that suddenly hits you with the passing of a parent, I found. Um, Ja literally jammed me into accepting the fact that I was um, using up the last moments of my 40s and who do you want to be what do you want to do what do you want to achieve you know I think it's Jamie Lee Curtis who says if not what if not now when if not me who and I yeah. thought ooh, that's quite brilliant um, and uh, that all kind of just comes down a track very 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 quickly yeah yeah it's yeah I suppose you do you kind of think time is just oh it's endless don't you and then when something yeah. like that happens if it's the loss of a parent it very clearly puts a stamp on okay you know there's there's gonna be an end I, I think yeah. parenting is a bit like that as well do you I found when I had the kids as well it's like suddenly there was this measure of time yeah there's an embodiment of time 
yeah that goes through a stage where you're the best thing in the world and um i love you so much mommy then they hit then the dragon takes them and then they're like you don't know anything you're an idiot and then it goes through and then evie now has just hit 18 and she's come back into the um it's very American and you get really American on you right now and see she's come back into the gratitude uh, but she's come back into she's come out of the devil zone yeah. um, and so it is it's funny when um, your kids are taller than you stronger than you and then that's what you want you want yeah. them to be taller than stronger better yeah. more amazing and uh, I'm very lucky touch wood um, that all three of them are yeah you actually kind of give them the space to be all of those, you know, all of those brilliant things. And well, I think that, well, I th- personally, for me, I sometimes forget, you know, I go, oh, God, my daughter, isn't she great? Like, and I'm so happy that she's happy and well and strong, you know, the way you were speaking about your own there. And then I forget to kind of recognize that. Well, I had a bit of a hand in that. It's a little bit. Don't we say they didn't pick it up off the stones? That's it. Yeah, that's it. I'll read you the poem that I wanted to kind of start with you. That, and I know you're saying Evie's just turned 18. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And she, your firstborn, she's your yeah. eldest. Yeah. 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 So my, my firstborn just turned 13. It's so kind of bittersweet. I wrote this about, because I can still remember holding her and, you know, the way you're kind of just around them and this kind of active parenting it's like you're addressing them and you're feeding them and you're showing them things and you're teaching them things and everything else and now I suppose what we don't talk about sometimes is that really everything that you're doing is is about not pushing them away but giving them the space to kind of go off and yeah giving them the tools well there's there's a the, 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 the time that you've done up to 13 and then maybe even to 15 is your from th- to 13 you're keeping them physically alive and you're teaching them physically how to keep themselves alive yeah and yeah. then from 13 as the dragon takes them um is the way i think is then you're trying to teach them how to mentally and emotionally hold themselves together because that's when when the hormones kick in yeah and the rage and the curiosity and the loss and the confusion and the all of that kicks in, which it does for everybody. Yeah, for, um, for me as well. Be... I was going to say rage, curiosity. Oh, like that's that like, sounds like me. You maybe were talking about yeah. the teenager. <laughs> yeah, no, but it is. But like that, all that before nine a.m. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's 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 one of those. It's a different. It's it's a different style of parenting because you have to go to. Oh, you don't need me to break cut up your bread or toast or whatever. You now need me to deal with who did what to whom, when, how, and why did they. You yeah. know, it's a it's a it's a, a headspace of carnage rather than yeah. Um, don't put your fingers in the sockets. Yeah, you know, it's... yeah, yeah. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know which I prefer. Yeah, I t- maybe the don't put your finger in the sockets oh, bit was kind of easier. Started yet <laughs> for you, Jan? Hasn't and started yet? Oh, Call God. me in a year, and I'll be laughing my head off. Yeah, when you see the poems I'm writing in a year, anyway. <laughs> Here we go. I actually haven't given it a title yet. I'll just call it Willow. My belly was your mattress. I watched you twist and turn. While you rummaged deep inside me, a fire was lit. It was heartburn. You stretched my skin and stole my sleep. I felt your figure shift. I was your wrapping paper. You were my precious gift. 
I carried you to work and wondered what would be your name. My laughing was your lullaby and my bones were your bed frame. You left me 13 years ago. I tea and toast to celebrate. Still today I carry you. My heart is laden with love's weight. These days you need me less and less. I slowly feel redundant. Time will pass. You'll bloom and grow. But my love remains abundant. Oh, <sighs> gorgeous. Oh, thanks. And isn't it the best tea and toast you'll ever oh have? Oh, my life? God. The tea the and the toast. Ever. Oh, it's the best thing in the whole world. There's nothing that matches it. So come here, let me ask you, did you have your kids? Whereabouts were you when you had your kids? Were you here? Where in were you, in, you were in Dublin. Okay, because yeah, I wonder, did yeah. they do the tea and the toast, oh. you know, elsewhere? Or is that the only, like, you know, are we the only ones? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I think uh, certainly my friends who had babies in Los Angeles at Cedars-Sinai or one of these places would talk about the chocolate chip cookies are amazing. I'm like, to hell with your cookies. If they haven't given you tea and toast, what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, no, I had the tea and toast in, in Dublin and it was, I mean, you can't match that. You cannot match no. that. I know, it's the best meal ever. So how how are you kind of finding then, like having an 18-year-old, are you still really kind of mammyish and close or a bit like I was saying there you know did you get to as you know like kind of 13 and then you're kind of slowly separating and um well put it this way when Evie left this morning we were talking about um because she's doing her A-level sometimes she goes in a bit later and um we were we were talking about she came down um and she always has a roller in the front of her hair Okay. Um, she's got this amazing cascading blonde thick hair. She's fab. And she always puts a roller in front of her hair, which is what my mum used to do. Oh. So I'm like, oh, there you go. It skipped a generation because as you can see, I don't bother with mine. And um, and I was saying to her, I said, look, there you are. You're your granny right there. And she goes, oh God, does that mean I'm going to have a child like you? So it'll be fuss and bother and smother and smother and fuss and bother and smother and smother as a tomboy oh my god I'm gonna have a smothering tomboy so I probably do fuss and bother and smother um still because you don't kind of want to give up your job description yeah um but at the same token you have to let them fly and off she goes and she does all sorts of stuff herself and Evie's uh, got a visual impairment so there's even more kind of part of me that doesn't like but but, but can you do it and I, but I have to let her just go and yeah. so I just say to her you go fly and if you need me you just call I won't ask any questions I mean I will don't get me wrong I will but um I'll just pick you up and scoop you out and and do that but it's it's very it's very weird it's very very weird she yeah. says mom I want to go to Portugal with my friend I've saved up the money I'm like what <laughs> yeah yeah but you've got you've got to let them go yeah it's, and it is, it is a redundancy of sorts, isn't it? It's like it you're is. kind of, you're slowly kind of being made more and more redundant as the years kind of go on. Yeah, you, when, when people say you become a taxi in a bank, they're not kidding. Oh, well, you see, I don't drive, so my poor daughter is screwed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and come here, do you have, um, you have two other kids, do you? Yeah, Ridley and Flynn. Um, Ridley is a fifth, Dean and a half going on 26 <laughs> and Flynn is a six foot 14 year old oh. um, who's the head off me the poor lamb so he's uh and they're they're great they're great it's so funny when the when the four of us go wandering around London 
So I, I sound Irish. Yeah. Evie sounds um, American. Yeah. Ridley has taken on this sort of London accent and um, and Flynn is somewhere in between. Yeah. And they have a different surname to me because I'm divorced from their dad. So um, we must seem, uh, the amount of times if you go to the airport and stuff, they're like, uh, kids, could you tell me, is this really your mum? You know, they feck about it. They're like, that woman, no, she keeps following us. I'm like, no, not at an airport, guys. But but unfortunately for them, they're they're kind of in their own individual ways. They head off me, so they can't. They can try and deny me, Jan, but can't. Ah, oh, God. My daughter always thinks that I that I've a softer spot for her brother. Like, and I always oh, yeah. thought, where 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 are you in your own family? Have you brothers and sisters or? Yeah, I'm the eldest. I have a brother and then I have um, brothers and sisters that I didn't grow up with. Okay. They've got a different mum. Yeah. Um, so, and there was a massive time jump there. So, I, so I've got one brother um, that I grew up with and I always thought mum treated him differently. Yeah. And she used to always say to me, she goes, well, I expect more from you. You're a woman, I'm a woman and I know what you're capable of. Wow. He's just a man. She used to say, you've got to remember, Vic, that men were God's prototype. He made them and went, well, that's not going to do. And then made woman. <laughs> to fix them. Nor <laughs> ah! laughing. It used to make me chuckle. I'm like, that's just an excuse to give him the bigger portion of chips. Now, hang on a second. I think it's an eight in almost every mother. You don't even know you're doing it. Yeah. Like my girls are convinced that I treat Flynn differently. Really? I don't think I do, but they're convinced I do. Sometimes my son, he will play up on the fact that he'd be like, oh, can I have, like he'll know that if he'll ask me something in a certain way. I suppose he's my baby. It's that kind of idea of the baby. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, he's a boy and a baby. So you're screwed. Yeah. The same. Yeah. Yeah. I know because you've posted up a little bit over the last couple of months about your mom and it's horrible to have that kind of loss. Would you say that you have similar kind of parenting skills to your mom? Like, do you find yourself saying things? You know the way there's that whole thing, like you say something, you're like, Jesus Christ, I've just turned into my mom. I can't believe I just said that. You know the way you're like the, put, yeah. take your jacket off inside yeah. or else you won't feel the benefit of it you won't when, get the you know benefit that. of it oh, and you're yeah. just like did oh. I just fucking say that yeah no all the time all the time it's funny because I thought I I I thought I was going because you know part of part of having your own kids is go well I'm going to do different yeah well, I'm going to get it right yeah and the, no, not that and mum didn't get anything wrong it was just different and I'm I, my my mum is um uh a, a very funny very soft creature who's messy and hilarious and an incredible cook and I can't cook for toffee I'm like I need dum, 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 dum. I need stuff okay I gotta get this Duh! I need clean surfaces I need tidy I can't think if everything's upside down yeah. and um she'd always say and I wouldn't be interested like she'd make some incredible meal I'm like can I have toast she's like I just got the wrong child at the hospital uh um so yes, and then you do find yourself saying exactly those those things like, "Don't be using the hair straight. You burn the hell out of your hair. Off the, oh your hair. Oh, you know." And you just yeah. do. And it's um, what's weirder is when you look in the mirror and you go, oh, "It's my mother." Um, you're growing up. Yeah. They were the age you are. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a, it's, 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 yeah, it's a funny one. And I'm sort of, I'm cross with her because, um, 
for buggering off on me because there's so many questions I have just yeah. so many yeah that only she could ask especially as life changes and and yeah. and um uh you know and I just I, I'm like oh so many questions I know it's shit isn't it like like your mom is always the one you know like will ring you up and say you know just simple things like what 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 are you having for your dinner you know, yeah. no one else in the world gives a shit what you're having for your dinner. Only your mum. And like you say, you know, you can ask any question and... And she'll give it amazing. to you straight. That's the other... Well, I'm really lucky. I've got a couple of best friends that um, have, ki- have kind of always been in that unfilterless place. And Great. one of my best friends lost her mother um, just the year before. So she would use me as the mother sounding board yeah um the way and have those conversations those seemingly pointless conversations or those weird like where why is our hair coming out of there is that normal you know those kind of bizarre like well no but yeah but oh pluck it we'll see you know (laughs) who is going to be your friend that if you end up in hospital and you're on some tubes and you can't wake up or whatever god forbid is she going to be the one that goes and arrives with the tweezers Yes. And when the nurses have gone, does all the work for you. Uh, That's her. Get her to sign that. She needs to sign that now. I'm that person. Yeah. 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 You know, and that was one of the, when mum was in hospital, I'm like, right, we're swapping your hair out. Right. I've got you. And, um, and you do, you do need that. Um, You do need that. So I've been very lucky. I've got a a great sort of posse village of, of women. Yeah. um, That, and uh, you just, you can't, you can't raise children. You can't, exist you can't go through the many decades without your best buddies because yeah um you'd be lost and come here are these friends that you've had from kind of childhood or are they friends that you've collected you know throughout what i found yeah. actually is is that i'm still collecting friends i thought that i might get to a stage where i'd be like that's grand i have enough friends now but i've actually made some really deep genuine unconditional friends in the last I've surprised myself in the last kind of five or six years I thought no I'm done now that's it I have my lot are these people that have been there since uh, from the cradle to the rave I've I've said or <laughs> or um, they're they I've, I've got a, a mix but my hardcore group are yeah. from either four or 14 okay and um another uh, another one of my hardcore group I met actually when I was pregnant with Evie um and another uh, uh, so it's it's a mix and I, I like you I'm still collecting buddies and I think it's easier to collect buddies as you get older because you're able to filter them out so much quicker yeah because if you're not willing to go yeah. um this is what it actually is rather than the instagrammable version um yeah. then I don't want them to be my friend like yeah. if you're just going to tell me how amazing your child is and how amazing you are and how amazing your husband is and how amazing your house is and how your dog doesn't poop on the floor and how, if I just I'm not interested I, I, I yeah. it's like going to work and they just tell you how great you did that brilliantly and that brilliantly I'm like I don't care tell me what it did wrong or where it's good because then that adds yeah or where I can be better your head, or, yeah just yeah. doing the whole everything's amazing it's like where's the value there like yeah it's it's you want to be, have people who are there for the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you want you want the people who, if you're being a shithead, let's go, come here, you. Yes, you're being yeah. a shithead. But equally, yeah. the people, when you feel like a shithead, go, no, no, no. You're great. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, we yeah. can work through this, that kind of thing. But 
you do when things happen like my brother died five years ago and you really when you have something like that and then you losing your mom and then you know like just the the ups and downs of life you really do see kind of who your people are don't you like and and without them everything would be just yeah shite like really shite yeah yeah Yeah. it's 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 really 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 true and to be able to and I suppose in terms of like going back to the parenting thing there's been times where it's things have been so overwhelming that I've just sort of sat on the kitchen floor yeah and gone I can't I just can't I can't do one more thing and uh and the kids go oh because I've never wanted to say hey I'm on a pedestal and I'm the font of all knowledge and I can cope with everything because sometimes it's really hard yeah and you kind of just have to go oh I'm, I'm out I can't and you know what I need you to do this and you do that and then and, they, and what's amazing about showing a vulnerability, um, I think, as a parent to your kids is that they rally. Yeah. And I don't do it often, but, you know, it's it's just when when you're topped up, like when mum passed and it was yeah. so shocking and then you're coping, you're coping, coping, coping. And then at some point the mask comes off, the parenting mask. And my kids were just so incredibly, and they're grieving their granny. They were yeah. just so incredibly loving. And I, I thought, holy crap, Vic! If you've done nothing in your life, you've 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 got three really magic human beings here right now, and um, I'm very very proud of them. Like, yeah. I really am. As the year comes to a close, we just wanted to thank all our listeners for tuning into shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network throughout 2022. We'd especially like to thank all the fantastic Headstuff Plus members who have supported their favourite podcasters to keep doing what they love to do. You can join hundreds of fellow supporters on headstuffpodcasts.com and get access to loads of bonus content. From all of us here at Headstuff, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Do you know what? It's interesting you talk about even just... um being vulnerable and stuff in front of your kids I think you know too often you know women and men as well you know put this kind of front on in front of the kids everything's fine everything's fine everything's grand you know you know what I mean and I don't really I don't know that it serves anybody any well it doesn't serve us as parents do you know what I mean because you're kind of hiding I don't think I think it's good for kids to see you know to see you struggle or upset or you know, yeah. if, 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 well, and it's good to, it's, you know, to, to kind of be that and be, be open with it, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? Well, my thinking on it is if you're not, and if you're just Wonder Woman and um, the rock of all things, then if you only that all the time, mm. then when their feelings of inadequacy or, sadness or guilt or shame or confusion or any of those things when they come up because they just do they're part of being alive yeah then they they think it's just them and they're weird yeah um whereas they can go oh well mom went through this when granny died and she would she couldn't she couldn't um make toast without bursting into tears they go oh yeah yeah yeah, okay so that's okay so i you know i failed this or such an or or Sandra over here was a right wagon to me and I feel really sad. So that's okay because yeah. I know that that's okay because my foundational person says it's okay when you're at the end of your tether to go, fact this, I just know, just know, just yeah. know, <laughs> just yeah. stop. Yeah, yeah. 
And come here, the poems that I write are all very, they're all about simple, normal, everyday things. And I get the impression that you're a very straight talker. And I really like that. I really like that about you. And I always ask my guests when they come on, if I was to write a poem about you today, what kind of theme might it be? You, It could be, you might think of a title that might kind of start it off or um, a mood or it might even be about a person. I don't know. There's all sorts of weird things going through my head. I think I'm fascinated by the difference between perception and reality. And, you know, which is made so, so prevalent, I guess, through um, all these platforms that we have. Yeah. And uh, to a degree, the social media, but like say the Instagrammable of it all is like, or or, you know, I think the ver- the version of me that a lot of people think it's all like, oh, she turns up to a charity event and she does this, then she blah, 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 blah. The, you know, the, well, I spent, the, what was my morning this morning? I spent most of it picking up dog poo, walking the dogs and doing the ironing. So yeah. it's like then planning, well, what, what am I going to feed the kids? She's the fridge empty and emails and this and the, I think that the idea of if you try to be everything, sometimes you're nothing. And it's, sounds like it's, a great it's, it's opening a... line there for a poem. Sorry, if you try to be everything, sometimes you're nothing. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's really but do you good. Know what, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I have to sometimes, when I look at the stuff I've got to do in a day, sometimes I have to go. Um, I think Coco, Coco Chanel said it about outfits always take one thing off. So I think yeah. about that in my list of things to do for the day. Just take one thing off. Like just one, one of these balls is going to drop. I don't know which one, but yeah. when it does, I'm not going to give out to myself. Yeah. Sometimes we you try to be everything, you're nothing because you're just not completing any any one of them because your brain's already onto the next one. Yeah. That might just be I don't know, but have you gone through times like that where you've literally just been going da, 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 like you know, like when oh, you're no. talking now? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's so there's 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 just so much on every level of life to manage, whether it's up you know, from sorting out your mom's tight basket um to what do i do with her half used makeup like i took her makeup bag oh man and i took her jumpers and um and yet there's a whole house that they like i've got to sort all that out while doing the auditions and doing the kids and doing the dogs and being in a relationship and minding the house and paying the bills and there's and each kid has their own needs and sometimes you're just I'm not sometimes every day I'm I'm literally the Tasmanian devil and um at the end of the day wonder why I'm frazzled so yeah which is the new thing I'm trying to do is just take one one thing off take one thing off it's such brilliant brilliant advice isn't it it's such a brilliant thing to kind of just apply I'm trying yeah yeah like when my brother died I remember lots of people saying to me the trick is just to keep really busy and I was going oh okay and just kept really busy for about eight weeks and then all the wheels fell off and Mm. I was just like do you know what I don't think the keeping busy thing is working for me I think I'm gonna have to a bit like you know take some things off the list so yeah you know, and just say today i'm not today is no today no yeah no, and incrementally off. little things yeah. got dropped and dropped and dropped and um yeah i mean and if i'm honest i'm still dropping things you know what i mean it's like you just because you do yeah 
I don't know, you navigate life differently, don't you? Do you know? Uh, you really yeah. do. Like, uh, yeah. 100% you do. And it's yeah. funny because I, I really don't mean to sound like self-pitying or any of that, right? So forgive me if I did. You don't um, need to. No. It's, it's more, I think this is just the way this time of, of this time of your life. Uh, but it's, it's that, it's that thing that it's just a life stage. The life stage is you have people below you going, help and people above you that you have to help yes. and everything that comes from that so you're you're that sandwich generation I suppose and it's part of and you know what again what a privilege to be able to have people above you and below you yeah and I, I mean that um but feckin hell it's knackering um and trying to keep body and soul together at the same time yeah so yeah. it's you know sometimes it's literally you know, on a Sunday, taking time out, <laughs> the kids have gone to their dad. And someone's like, what are you going to do? I'm, gonna, I'm going to turn on Netflix and I'm going to open a big pack of crisps and I'm not going to turn my phone off. Nice. And two hours of just that. And I'm like, OK, yeah, I'm, I'm back. Reset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, come here. This has just been lovely, lovely, simple gorgeous chat Victoria you're so Listen. you're even nicer in real life than you are on the texts and the messages I was so lovely just to chat to you and just and you. yeah thanks for sharing all you know and talking about your mom and parenting and everything else because not everybody is willing to kind of just get it out there you know what I mean and uh, it is what it is hey yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm all for you know there's uh, unless you're paying me like I I, I reckon um, I go to work to lie to pretend to be I don't a gold digging murderer. I pretend to go and be cruel and evil, Crowley, but yeah. in my real life, unless you pay me money, I pretend. I love that. Thanks yeah. a million. Yeah, no it's pleasure. Really Thank you. With you. You're the best. Take it easy. Have a lovely day. You too, Pat. See you. Bye. 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 Don't forget, you can get a new episode of Everybody is a Poem fortnightly wherever you get your podcasts. It's brought to you by the Head Stuff Podcast Network and it's recorded and produced here in Dublin. And I couldn't do it without the team at the podcast studios and I wouldn't do it without you. Thanks for listening. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.